getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this episode of the Learning with me, Ennio Global Media. See, the, the age-old question for LinkedIn marketers is: How do I get more clients on LinkedIn? Now, do I need more connections, or do I need more conversions? So assuming you're doing everything correctly, these are your two options. Now, which is the right choice for your LinkedIn marketing? That's what we're going to be covering in today's episode of Learning. Now, this is a question that we all have to deal with every day, which is, how, now, how do we get more? There are obviously many ways, but we start with, uh, with the idea that you're making enough connections on LinkedIn you're working your LinkedIn marketing diligently and you're also implementing your sales process diligently. So what do you do? Let's look at the reality of marketing and let's look at what affects the number of buyers you're actually getting on LinkedIn, conversions as we call it. Then let's look at what a good LinkedIn process looks like and what happens in reality for many businesses. Then we can go on to look at the conversion dilemma. And within that, we'll also look at the issue of getting more connections. And now we're going to end with what makes a good conversion and sales process on LinkedIn. Within all of that, I'll answer the question, do you need more connections or do you need more conversions? So the, the, the best place to start today is looking at what I call the marketer's dilemma. You know, which is a situation that plagues all marketers, whether we like it or not. Now, the first thing that comes to mind, which all marketers have to deal with, is the reality of marketing. And the reality can be quite harsh, but 99% of people will ignore your marketing campaign, whether that's using postcards, whether that's you know, a huge banner outside, whether that's advertising on radio, advertising on TV. So the same happens on LinkedIn. Most people are not going to want to buy your service. They're going to ignore your marketing campaign. You have to look at many reasons why people are not willing to engage with your campaign. It's not always about you. Many people are just not ready to buy. Many are just not your target market. And many you just haven't appealed to enough for them to look into how they can benefit from from what you do. Yet others can't afford what you do. So in short, we have to come to terms with the fact that we'll never be able to sell to everyone that we connect with on LinkedIn. Now, every marketer has to deal with the fact that our clients, our paymasters, always want more. They want more sales in particular and quickly. See, but marketing that leads to conversions and customers takes time. You know, we have a strange reality that for most marketers, whilst our masters want more customers and more activity, they're really keen to pay more to get more. In other words, we're expected to get better results without necessarily spending more money on marketing. It's another aspect of marketing, of marketing that we can't ignore is the fact that when people, when people are not buying, you, know, you have to deduce somewhere that these prospects, they're not getting the love they deserve. 
when it comes to building that relationship and being interested in them to actually nurture them and to become buyers. See, these dilemmas plague all of us. We probably want to add to that the fact that many businesses, so our paymasters themselves, do their best to deter people from actually buying. But while we may, while we may bring the leads, so any potential buyers, somehow or another, issues like our clients having low credibility, you know, our clients having limiting LinkedIn profile, our clients not having a look and feel or being a trustworthy business that can deliver, can simply fritter away the leads that we bring to them. The marketing and sales are two very different and separate activities. As a marketer, our role is to bring interest to the buyers and we pass them to salespeople or the business owner to convert into customers or to get the check out or the cards out and actually buy our service. Obviously, this black hole between sales and marketing is real. Most marketers cannot tell you what happens when we pass a prospect on. Now, we may ask, some of our clients are great at doing what needs to be done to convert people, but a lot of people just literally don't have a sales process that is worth calling a sales process. And they sort of wonder why prospects might fall by the wayside or not buy. I mean, the biggest mistake that most businesses and sales team make is that they don't, they don't chase up prospects you know, in a timely fashion. You know, literally, they, they don't follow up with the right people or in the right way. And then they want us to explore this, whether to get, how to get more conversion issue. So in reality, I guess, you know, I'm hoping that, see, marketers hope that when our paymasters come to us and say that they need to sell more, they also talk to the sales team to give them the same, I guess, impetus to explore how to get more conversions. Yeah, in reality, all too often, marketing shoulders the blame to get more leads when people want more sales. So what does the good marketing lead generation process look like? It's, it's very, pretty straightforward. On paper, you, know, you, find, you identify your target audience, you find them on LinkedIn, you engage them with mention request message and a follow-up message, and you have a dialogue with them. And then you hope to have a conversation enough with them on LinkedIn to make them interested in what we sell. Pretty straightforward process. Target, message, connecting there somewhere, follow up, and then sales for conversion. You'd be surprised how many people expect to generate sales from LinkedIn connections without having all these elements in place before the start of the LinkedIn lead generation. But you can't expect to generate a consistent number of prospects or conversions without the laying the foundations for LinkedIn marketing first. Now, I've talked about these components in one way or another in more than one episode of the learning series. So I won't go into detail here. Just have a listen to our past episodes and then you see why each of these elements are important and also how 
to be able to do each stage in the correct way. Now, one thing that ruins the chance of getting customers and the chance of converting prospects into customers is that many businesses make a mistake between connection and a prospect. In other words, the mistake of connection would be in a prospect. Yeah, but I can tell you now, potential buyer is someone that you want to focus on in your sales process because there's someone who's genuinely interested in buying because they can benefit from what you do, can afford what you do, and they agree to look at the options that you provide off LinkedIn. You're too often, I see marketers who want credit for making connections and try to class everyone as a prospect because they're connected with you. Yeah, don't be fooled. Most of these connections are never, ever going to be potential buyers. Also, there's no point counting them amongst your number of leads. We certainly don't. We only count leads as people who agree to actually have a conversation with you and give us, a, and give us their contact details. You know, So in, for the sake of working at your conversions, you want to make sure you're looking at genuine prospects rather than just general LinkedIn connections. So we know what should happen with LinkedIn. You know, if you follow the right LinkedIn marketing process and then focus on genuine prospects. So what happens in reality then? See, for most people, because they don't do the hard work beforehand, they end up targeting randomly. When you target randomly, when you target anyone effectively, you end up with low connection rates. So you must know who you want to address in the first place, your LinkedIn lead generation. You know, who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to connect with? You know, once you know who you want to connect with, it tends to focus your LinkedIn marketing process towards actually getting more results rather than just more connections. You know, so literally you want to sit down, identify your target audience, and then work out what we know about them. So what's their situation, what's their needs, and what's their motivations. When you talk to the wrong people on LinkedIn, and they and they most will not connect with you. And even the few that do connect with you won't be interested in what you do. Whereas if you talk to people in your, in your target market, the right people, they will almost instantly recognize what you do. They will get what you do. As long as they see you and you tell them what you do. They will know that they can benefit from your service. When that happens, they connect and want to find out more. So that's the first reality check for most marketers. The second reality check is simply, is simply the problem that many people, you know, I see it every day really, you know, many people intend to do marketing the proper way. However, inconsistent activity leads to too few prospects. Too few prospects because they're not doing enough activity on LinkedIn to get enough connections to then be able to establish some prospects, potential buyers out of those connections that they've got. Yeah, it's not because people don't want to do the work. Maybe it is. You know, they intend to, they say they want to do the work, but eventually, I guess now you soon realize that marketing, you know, let's face it, it can be rather boring. Every marketing task, every marketing campaign, every marketing endeavor boils down to repetitive tasks. And probably every job boils down to repetitive tasks. 
you know, you find what works for someone, you replicate it over and over and over again. In marketing, you know, literally we do what we do to a lot of people in the hope of getting results from a few of them. So it's virtually impossible to reach your sales goals, whether it's LinkedIn or any other marketing channel, if you don't get enough people to actually engage with your marketing campaign in the first place. And unless you follow a very strict and consistent process where you do the same thing over and over, you connect with the right people over and over and over again, your chances are you're not going to connect to enough of the right people to be interested. Especially when you, when you take the fact that 90% plus of the people you connect with will be interested in buying from you, you begin to get the idea of the sort of numbers that you need to connect with to get anywhere near the sales results that you want. So what gets in the way of our conversions? Now, this is what I call the conversion dilemma. How many people actually do connect with, with you and how many prospects do you need to achieve your sales goals? The question here is not just a case of how many. The question here is, are you actually experiencing low conversion rates? The standard conversion for most companies, most campaigns, is a 25% conversion from prospects to buyers. Anything above 25%, so that's one in four, is good. And if you've got low conversion rates, you have to ask why people are not buying and fix the issue. Is it price? Is it presentation? Is it your messaging? Is it the people you're targeting? Is it how your business looks? Or is it something else? There's no point getting even more prospects, even more connections, for you to for your sales team to burn through unless you fix the underlying conversion issue. There's no point getting even more connections become prospects for your sales team to burn through unless you fix the underlying conversion problem in the first place. See what happens that very few businesses actually set a realistic target for the sales that they want to achieve, much less have a desired conversion rate. But you need to define your targets and monitor the figures, the numbers to get there, to avoid making the mistake of forever wanting more and more and more. See, another element of the conversion dilemma is that people somehow miss the fact that most conversions through LinkedIn connections, LinkedIn prospects happen off LinkedIn because LinkedIn is more about high value purchases than buying products off the shelf. The problem is businesses often don't have the time to engage with people who might be interested in buying from them, which is why many leads aren't followed up immediately or not followed up at all. Now, if you don't follow up, especially take your leads offline, then the chances of getting conversions is much reduced. Even those people do follow up with, there's simply too many pressurized salespeople out there. And when people feel, feel under pressure, leads suddenly feel like just a number. Something cold, as the number in the sales pipeline suggests, you've got a nice number of calls to make today. Essentially, what you really want is the buyers. So you know, let's quickly get through them. Let's work out who we can sell to, and then let's move on. But the reality is that leads, prospects, buyers, call it what you like, you know, they are living, breathing human beings. 
Yeah, literally, they're, you know, they're like you and I. They're, they are exactly like you and I. And we're not just a number. You know, we want to be treated like the individuals that we are. That we want to feel important. We want to feel respected and also appreciated for, you know, for who we are. When you treat people like humans, they tend to respond positively. And it's always worth remembering that in terms of the actions that you take that lead to conversion success. The issue of whether you need more connections or more, more conversions. The first thing I'll say in terms of answering that question directly is that more often than not, wanting more costs more. So let's deal with the issue of getting more connections first. To sell more, like I say, you, you've got two options. You can either make more connections that you can sell to potentially, or convert more of the connections that you have already, or at least that you're getting into prospects and then into buyers. Whether you choose to make more connections or that you choose to have more conversions, there is a cost reward implication in the choice that you make. So choose wisely. Let's look at say connections and you know, how to get why getting more connections and that could be desirable and what's involved. See, we live in the days where LinkedIn has a cap on the number of connection requests you can send. So with this cap of 100 connection requests per week on a standard LinkedIn, on a standard LinkedIn user, it means that we can't forever make more and more connections. So obviously there are ways that you can extend this 100 connection request limit, but there's no guarantee you're going to get even, even more responses. My mind goes to hyper-focused clients I had recently. Now, they only wanted 50 connection requests sent per week, simply so that they could track everything, who connected, the industry, you know, the patterns of connections, and so on and so forth. Now, so this tells me that for some companies, if you're not getting anywhere near your 100 connection requests a week quota, I'll call it that, now, you may be able to do more connection requests per, per day, per week, to give your sales team a better chance to achieve your conversion goals. Many businesses, you actually can't make more connections because you're already at your 100 connections a week, you know, if not more, limit. You have to remember that the goal of marketing is to give your sales team the best quality leads. So before you look at making more connections, you want to make sure you re review your targeting to be sure that you're attracting the right people in the first place. As I mentioned earlier, if you're talking to the right people, then nurturing them and engaging them is much easier than trying to bark up the wrong tree where whatever you say, you're just going to keep talking to you, at yourself onto a brick wall. So getting more connections usually has cost implication because it means doing more activity to connect with people and then doing more to engage them to become prospects and if your organization is willing to fund more activity then there's a lot more scope to do more many many businesses i know many clients they're not willing to pay more for what they think they want in terms of numbers I've mentioned the need to define the monitor, monitor your conversion rates. Because now when you monitor your activity, monitor activity and the results you're getting, then you can work out what's going wrong and where. But you have to be honest with yourself in terms of making changes. 
you have to be willing to look at every aspect of your marketing and sales process to optimize your client acquisition process from LinkedIn. So what happens in conversions now? What's the, what's the reality? Look, for most businesses, the problem is not conversions by themselves. Their process may or may not generate enough buyers in the first place for the process to, to be attracted to achieve the numbers that our clients want. The real issue is that you need to address conversion rates. Uh, there's, very, there's a big difference between number of conversions and conversion rate. Uh, in other words, from every 10 prospects you have, potential buyers that you have, how many actually make an inquiry and how many actually turn into paying customers? You know, if you can work out how many of the 10 actually buy, then we can, then we have a conversion rate. If our conversion rate is 10%, that's very different to someone who converts one out of three prospects or one out of five prospects. You know, the rate matters probably as much as the number of conversions that we achieve in any period. So many businesses, you see, overestimate the effectiveness of the conversion process from the marketing activities. So I, I fear that the real conversion rates for marketing would really shock you. Look at the reality now. If you look anywhere online, you know, you see that people will promise you around 2% conversion rates from website visitors. So that's like saying that from every 100 visitors to your website, two will become customers. That sounds okay. Well, to a degree, you know, if you got that, you'd probably be happy. I mean, I'm sure you got a website. How many people actually bought from your website directly? without any prompting, without anything from your, on your side in terms of marketing further, further to them. See, the reality is that most websites will be lucky to have a conversion rate of 0.1%. Yes, that's 0.1%. So that means it takes 1,000 visitors to get one customer. Many websites don't even do that well. Now, the same you know, type of conversion rates are beginning to show in email marketing, for example. You know, you're lucky if you get 0.5% open rate and then conversion is even lower. So to expect your LinkedIn connections to throw up even bigger connection rates and even bigger conversion rates than 2% is pretty good going. Like I say, you know, if you get anywhere near 25% of converting people actually interested into buyers, you've done well. You have to appreciate it. To get that 25% conversion, you need a lot of people in the first place to connect with to achieve your connections and then your number that actually become prospects and number that actually convert into buyers. What do we do about conversion? See, Neil Patel, he's a marketing legend in my eyes. You know, he's written books and you know, he preaches about how to make marketing online work for any business. And he says quite clearly, conversion rate optimization is the next big thing in the marketing. And I tend to agree with him because I think the stats prove it, really. Think about it for a second. If you close one more sale a month, every month, what difference would that make to your business? So let's apply the 0.1% conversion rate for 1,000 website visitors I mentioned earlier. Now, if you want to increase your conversion number of customers from your website, 
you've got two choices. You can either spend the money to get 2,000 website visitors every month, you know, probably using Google Ads, for example, or even Facebook Ads. You might want to advertise on LinkedIn if you've got lots of money. Or you can aim to do what it takes to get two customers. You get from 0.1 to 0.2 of your 1,000 visitors. You know, and the way to do that is by improving your conversion rate. Like I say, if you aim to get 2,000 visitors a month instead of your usual 1,000, that will cost you money. Whereas to go from 0.1% conversion rate to 0.2% conversion rate, almost to double your revenue from your website, all from LinkedIn, it takes effort, but it's much less cost than trying to double your number of visitors in the first place. If you can increase your conversion rate by 5%, you double your, your monthly conversions without you spending on acquiring new visitors, new customers, new connections. Extend that further down the line and say, now, if you get 10% lift in your conversions, you can increase your revenue by best part of 800%. So now, if you could get your conversion from 0.1 to 0.8, your revenue doesn't just double, it doesn't go up by 10%, it goes up 800%. This is why the likes of Neil Patel will preach that conversion rate optimization is the answer when you want more customers. It's the elephant in the room that most people miss by wanting more and they're coming to us and saying, let's get more connections. So my learning friends, the answer to the question, do you need more connections and more conversions to get more clients on LinkedIn? It's quite simple. You need more conversions. So what makes a good conversion process? So it goes without saying that some of the issues that happen in your conversion are happening off LinkedIn. They are to do with what I call building a solid foundation for your business. Do the things that we know about already, you know, improve your online presence. Improve your branding and maybe improve your website, make it more punchy, make it more, more attractive to your potential customers, more about the information they, they want to see, better call to action, testing, you know, content that works, you know, add reviews all over your online presence. You may want to offer a money back guarantee. There are many things you can do to make your website better and to convert more. Similarly, there's many things you can do on LinkedIn to improve your, your presence on LinkedIn. We'll come to that. You know, I would always say to people, invest more in inbound marketing. So you want to be visible, visible to the right people. That way they find you and they come to your business. You know, things like reputation marketing and making content that brings people to your blog, to your website, to your business, to your LinkedIn profile, they all make a difference. If they're coming to you, there's more chance that they're already persuaded about what you do. Whereas if you're forever reaching out to them, then it's much more of a challenge to get them go from visitor to connection to prospects to customer. Now, um, in terms of LinkedIn itself, you know, I will always say sharpen your LinkedIn profile. If there's anything you can do to improve your profile. And also, what can you do to be more visible to the people that you actually do connect with. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking they connect, when they connect with someone on LinkedIn, the job is done. You know, so I connect, we're connected, you know, we might have spoken, I might have 
engage a conversation on LinkedIn, even off LinkedIn. And that's it, if only. You see, and I also and I also say, look, doing one post a week on LinkedIn just does not cut it. You know, I heard one of my clients tell me they want to do one post on LinkedIn today. I told them straight, that's just nowhere near enough. You know, how you it's beggars belief that you think you can get away with doing one post a week. Almost as if everyone's going to be on LinkedIn at the same time to see your one post. The chances are no one's going to see one post a week. I mean, think how no, um, think how often you post. I post on LinkedIn every day. And most people I know don't even see my posts. That's me posting every day. If you post you know, less than that, at least make sure you give yourself half a chance to get seen by the right people. You know, sources tell us that need between five and 20 touch points to make a sale. That's five, between five and 20 times someone's got to see you before they actually decide that they actually want to find out more. Your post obviously is one of those touch points. You know, your connections, your messages, that's another touch point. You know, what else are you doing to get in front of the right people? They want to try and turn into potential buyers. Many, people, many customers are just not doing enough when it comes to what more you can also do on LinkedIn, I say review your LinkedIn marketing process. Your lead generation process is not designed once forever. Review your targeting, review your messages, review your process itself. Are your plans right for the audience that you help? And is it clear how you can help people? Now, these are the things that you need to do before you get anywhere near trying to improve your, your, your conversions or even your connections. So if your conversion rate is on the low side, now try different offers in your message or try different hooks. You know, there's no point just trying, just going with one and sticking to it rigidly. Now you might have to try four or five different messages, different offers, until you find one that actually resonates with your market, one that actually works. If you carry on experimenting with the components of your LinkedIn degeneration, obviously you have to track the results as well. Then you eventually find out which one resonates and which one is the winner. When it comes to doing your nurturing of potential prospects, I always recommend setting aside time every day, 30 minutes to an hour, where you're doing solid follow-up. With your little connections. People that I know who've made huge networks on LinkedIn that has come back to benefit them, they diligently do the LinkedIn marketing every day. You know, whether that's morning, afternoon, or night, but the set aside of time, rain or shine, weekends included, they literally work their LinkedIn account, connecting to people, responding to people, and engaging in those follow-up calls. People employ an agency like mine to do that for them. They, they can't do it themselves. You know, what you certainly can't expect is to get results when you don't put in the effort. The thing to remember is that prospects need to be qualified from your connections and leads need to be nurtured. Calls need to be made and it takes a lot of time to connect and to nurture people properly. Another decent advice I would say if you want to get more sales from your existing connections, those that you connect with, 
is work out how you can best prepare prospects for a sales interaction. There's many ways that you can give people information before you actually have to meet with them. I'm not saying give them information or something as, a, as an alternative to meeting with them, because you still want to meet with them. But what, what, what can you do to pre-sell the person before your conversation? Now you can, do, you can send them links to your videos, send them testimonials that you may have. You might want to send them content. I want to set up, set up an email sequence. But essentially, anything that gets the prospects clear about what your solution is and how, how and why it works means that you spend a lot less effort trying to sell to them or convince them that your solution is worth looking at properly. Now, see, a lot of people amaze me because you, know, you get rational, intelligent business people who spend lots of money on lead generation their companies but then they penny pinch and seem to ignore or neglect sales training for the core sales staff you know unless you unless you you or your team have the right sales skills conversions is a mountain that you probably never climb you have to invest in sales skills on an ongoing basis to give your people the chance to learn and develop the skills that actually lead to the results that you want doesn't happen by chance. Yeah. I will also say, probably you know, my last point on this is you have to be realistic. And then that is basically knowing that you're not always going to increase revenue, whether you increase the connections or increase your conversions. Marketing is not a one-shot and winner-takes-all activity. You know, marketing is a process. Now, at the very least, you know, you learn which stage and each, everything you, that you do. Now, so part of you know, getting results in your marketing is essentially adjusting your expectations to fit the reality. But if you do the right things that we've covered so far, then you have a lot more chance of getting conversions from people who might be potential buyers. See, whether you decide to make more connections or improve your conversion rate, you know, I, suppose I will implore you to bear in mind that leads, prospects, you know, they're people. If you treat them properly, they can and will come back and be a huge revenue driver for any business. So give them the time and attention they need and do the right things and learn as you go along. That's all for today's Learning With Me, any at global.media. So if you've enjoyed today's learning, then please, as always, like, subscribe, and share the learning so that you can be the first to get notified when the next episode comes out in two weeks' time. Happy listening. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.